Hey guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, we're talking about the motherfucking Kumite. Fucking Kumite. People die in this shit. It is real. Because we're talking about motherfucking blood sport. So let's start the fucking show. Woo! Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Thanks for tuning in this week. We are talking about Bloodsport, but before we do that, head over to our iTunes page and leave us a five-star review. We'll give you a shout-out at the end of the show like we're going to do tonight, which is international. Which international is, night. is just uh, the great people of Britain, so... Thank Wait, you. That's all we had in Britain? Yeah, all we had was yeah. Britain. All right. The great Re- people Re- rest, great rest of the world really needs to pick it up. So, I'm just saying... We will be doing that at the end of the show. Stay tuned for that. Also, head over to our, our YouTube page and subscribe and leave some comments and stuff like that. That'd be really great. We would appreciate that. And as always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Willenbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hi, everybody. So who's fucking pumped because we're talking about blood sport? Let me get into it real quick. Tonight, we're talking about blood sport. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> it was directed by Newt Arnold. Newt. Yep. Newt. Came out in 1988. Had a budget of $2.3 million. Made $65 million worldwide in the box office. So it bombed. <laughs> Has a rating of R and currently sits at a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. What do they know? <laughs> Tomatoes. <laughs> Critics. Cody, this is your pick. Why'd you pick this film? Cody, this is your <laughs> pick. Why'd you pick Blood I like Sport? how whenever it's Cody's pick, we always fuck that up. Anytime I point at someone in this room like this, that means it's my All pick. Right, now we know. Now okay. we know. That's okay. the move. That's the, that's the thing. That's the move. <laughs> yeah. why'd, you, why'd you pick this movie, Cody? Uh, that's a, I'm glad you asked. Uh, it was just the 30th anniversary of it last month, so we missed it. Yeah. Wait, last month? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Really? Can you, can you can you can you put your Windows hey, laptop on fucking silent? My please? Windows Defender's on right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and so does everybody else. Everybody else knows now. I got some Norton antivirus going on right now. Oh, uh, it says I'm infected with five thousand viruses. Is this real? Should what I click is on this? Malware. All right. Should we? Okay. Just ask me again, Chris. Okay. Cody, this Cody, this was your pick. Uh, why'd you pick this movie? Well, I'm glad you asked, Chris. The reason I picked this movie was because the 30th anniversary was uh, just last month, and we missed it, but that's okay. We're doing it now. Mm-hmm. And um, Mike, we've discussed this film, I feel like, a lot, especially when No, no Retreat, No Surrender. It comes up. Yeah, because we were like, well, you know, we got you know, Bloodsport, Bloodsport, and then we've always said Bloodsport, and instantly Mike has always said, so if this changes tonight... Well, no. He's, a, he's always said that. We should do Bloodsport. Nah, that's what we're all going to say. It's a five. That's what he says every time. So I just want to bring that up. Mm. Mm-hmm. He says that? Yeah. I don't know that I've ever said, it's a five. I don't know if no! I've ever been so categorically yeah. I think you maybe said Precise. it as a, as a, as a you know, Precise. just being funny. Like, mm. I don't think you. I love how Chris did he is say always trying the, to make the best. Did he say it in the text message? Yeah, he did say Instant five. What are we even talking about? 
That was in jest. <laughs> in jest. Huh. Let's leave. Let's leave the audience with a little bit of suspense here. <laughs> Had a zero of... suspense on cult film and review. Yeah. We 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 ruined everything about the movie. But I had not seen this movie for a while, um, and I remember loving this movie as as a kid. So I also wanted to go and revisit it because I remember this movie being probably one of the most badass movies in the world. And then you know, going back with adult eyes now, things have changed a bit. Not too much, but a bit. Okay. Like, are you leading with that? Yeah. Okay. So, right. so I wanted to, uh, you know, talk about it. So that's why I picked it. Now, who here hasn't seen Bloodsport? I actually realized that I hadn't seen it because about uh, five minutes in, I said, "Yep, Bloodsport. Gonna do this one again." And then about ten minutes in, I was like, "Nope, I was thinking about Kickboxer." <laughs> right. Never seen Bloodsport before. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, at least you got your man card now because you saw it. That's good. I'm okay. No, no, this is a man card owning movie right here. A lot of lot of men in those theaters watching these movies. What about what about you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it turned it turn, this movie turned boys into men. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Chris? Yeah, I'd seen this before, but God, it had been so long. I saw it as a kid, you yeah. know, and I there were things I remembered about it, but it wasn't clear in my mind. Yeah, so I'm glad I got to revisit it. What about you, Mike? Tuesday. <laughs> no, um, I don't know, man. Maybe probably like one or two years ago. Not too long. Okay. I mean, not too long. I was I was thinking about it. I had to be in my twenties, like probably mid twenties. Till probably the last time I watched this movie. Oh, I thought you. Oh, I thought okay. I was like, I thought you asked Mike when was the first time you watched this movie. And he's like, oh, a year ago. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, no. first what? Time, no. First time I watched this movie was like. Seven. I have. A, I have. Yeah. I mean, I. I can tell you. I have a whole story. This. This movie has a an entire backstory. It's. It, this is part of my development as a child. When I was it. This movie came out. How yeah. so? Oh, I, I feel like Marsh- I wasn't going to talk about it. Martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, thanks for bringing it up. Are we getting okay. deep with Mike right now? We no, haven't we even getting, gotten with Pops with Mike deep. yet. I. I was going to say that. Um. I feel like this film was one of those films that was always on Spike. I felt like it was always <laughs> like on TBS always... first. And yeah, maybe, yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe TBS. TBS yeah. first and then Spike. Yeah. Yeah. I know I would agree with that 100%. I went through this phase where I was just trying to rent every Jean-Claude Van Damme movie like as a kid. Because I'm blown away by I that. I think everybody went through that yeah, phase, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's... I, I, got, I was like all for it until I got to The Quest and oh. I stopped. Yeah, <laughs> that's... That's funny. Yeah, because the I'm pretty sure the quest was just like let's let's we gotta get back to well he directed Bloodsport that one for whatever yeah. reason. Bloodsport was one that I was never I don't know I never was able to rent for whatever really? reason because it's rated R probably yeah. probably uh, but all of his other one like Double Team yeah what's up see I don't even watch those are not, <laughs> no. this it's all about uh, Street Fighter the canon years for me well except for Time Cop Time Cop's a good Time oh, Cop's yeah, bad Time Cop's a, Cop's a solid film um this film I've probably seen a hundred times I saw it when it came. Probably very shortly after it came out. Dude, I've probably seen it like, um, my because whole life too a hundred times. I had a friend. Yeah, I had a friend that lived behind me, and uh, he, he he like he just one day he called me up. He's like, "Dude, you got to check out this film." And I like, ran through the yards. His name was Andy. I ran through. I was like, "What up, Andy? What you got?" And he was like, "I got Bloodsport." And I was like, "I don't know what that is." And he's like, "About to find out." And I think I used to we used to go over there like weekly and watch this film. That you're Probably, getting away with something. Yeah, at age like nine or ten, w- whenever I saw this film. Man, I probably saw it like 50 times. And I, then I saw it 50 times throughout the rest of my life. I agree. No, I agree with you. Like, as I remember as a child, anytime this movie was on or anytime I could get my hands on this movie, I was I was watching it. 
like as a kid, like twelve year old Cody was all about the Kumite. <laughs> all about the Kumite. Can I also say that uh good on them for titling it Blood Sport because it just sounds badass. Like it's a great title and it's something that's like totally memorable. You know, so like for me it's like when you say blood sport, people think they know what you're talking like, yeah, blood sport, yeah. Well, and, you it, know? and it explains exactly what the movie is. Yeah. They blood. literally have yeah. a line of dialogue. It's like why they call it blood sport, kid. Not so memorable, blood sport two, three, and four. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know there were sequels. You yeah. put a number at the in the back of it and uh no one no one's ever seen them. <laughs> Actually I take that back. I've seen Blood Sport three. Sure, it was you're not on thinking TV. about Kickboxer Three. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure about me, that? I feel like there might be a a confusion between those two films with you. Oh, oh! All I know is it en- it ended with Jean Claude Van Damme doing like his a scissor kick. That would not be the, any of the Bloodsport sequels, or any of the kick- no, or any of the kickboxer sequels because he's not in any yeah, of those. It's the dude from Step by Step. Okay, so okay, so what's the other Jean Claude Van Damme movie that's like Kickboxer but also like Bloodsport? It's Lionheart, called Kick. Huh? Maybe, maybe no. Lionheart. No, it's ki- he's thinking of Kickboxer. Does he kick a tree in it? No, that's not what I'm thinking of. I know, I know, I know, Kickboxer perfectly. I know that movie. Um, Lionheart, he does like a, it's like an underground fight situation, but it's like in a pool and stuff. He's like working for like a drug lord. That sounds vaguely familiar. Maybe I'm thinking of that. And then he ends up having. All right. Yeah, it could be Lionheart. He ends up having to kick someone. Yeah. There's a lot of kicking going on <laughs> in any Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude's around, somebody's going to get kicked. So if you don't know what this movie's about, it's time for Plots with Mike. Guys, I'm about to talk to you about some blood sport. <laughs> This stars Frank Dukes, who this is based on a true story of the story of Frank Dukes. Slightly true. We'll talk about that a little later. Yeah. Talk about whether or not that's valid or not. Um, Frank Dukes uh, works in the military doing something. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's, it's very important. Yeah, he's okay? a captain. Because he's a captain. they absolutely do not want him to go to Hong Kong to fight in the Kumite. But Frank, man, he's like, he's got he's to gotta honor his Shidoshi is like teacher who as when he was a young kid he he was in the wrong crowd hanging out with some bad kids and he got caught trying to steal some stuff and he was like you know what I'm going to teach this kid some karate some ninjutsu or whatever the hell he was discipline <laughs> some martial art yeah, pretty discipline. much discipline <laughs> but, but discipline he goes to his family says hey I can get this kid back <clears throat> on the right path they say okay uh frank dukes ends up owning his entire life to uh this shidoshi um uh Flash forward a few years later, Shidoshi's on his kind of like his deathbed. Um, and he says, Look, I'm gonna go to the Kumite. I'm gonna be the first Westerner to win the Kumite in your honor, Shidoshi. And um, nothing's gonna stop me, not even my military post. So he runs away from the military. Normally they would call that AWOL, not in this, not in this movie. Nope. <laughs> not this movie. Uh, he goes to Hong Kong and he goes to fight in the Kumite uh, to beat their uh, the 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 champion who is Chung Lee. Uh, but he's also followed by two, I guess, I mean, they're FBI? What are they? Yeah, they're, government they're, they're, they're like, Government people. They're like oh, government I, thought, agents. I thought they're part of, like, MP. Yeah, they're probably, MP. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. And he's being chased by these two MP guys who are trying to take him back to the States because they don't want to get him hurt because, uh, uh, I guess, as they put it, the military has invested too much money into Frank. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. He just wants to. He just wants to win a tournament. Yeah. That's it. With that being said, let's take a break. We'll be right back. It stopped. Teach me. I can do it. You are not Japanese. You are not a Tanaka. You told me 
using any technique that works. Never to limit myself to one style. To keep an open mind. Why? To honor you, Shidoshi. All right, so uh, this movie, I, so here's here's my thing. I didn't, I didn't, I don't. I, this is a movie I've seen like a hundred times, right? And I think that I know it better than I do every time I watch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those movies where you're like, I was like, oh, I don't remember this being like this. Uh, specifically for me is the intro of the film of a young Frank Dukes, <laughs> um, and his and his story of breaking, you know, breaking into the house. You don't remember mm-hmm. that part? I totally remember. Hold that on, part. I remember that part. I remember him breaking in. You know, getting the sword, getting kicked by the sun. I remember that. What I don't remember is the sick accents. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. That they give this child, which I'm like, oh, man, that's really bad. Is like, that why this is a cult film? <laughs> <laughs> of young Frank Dukes? Young Frank Dukes and, yeah. and his bad voiceovers. Oh, God, that, they were really bad. <laughs> and the kid doesn't even look like him. No, it looks nothing like him. And, like, yeah, they're just so committed to maintaining Frank's horrible English. That yeah. They, Apparently, either casted this like this, or they just purposely fucked it up. I just was thinking, like, God, how could you? How could you? I before you went where you're going, I was like, how could you forget about this scene because it's like a 35 minute long flashback that he has. So weird. He's just standing in that house staring at Katana, and then for 30 minutes, he's just reliving his life. Yeah, yeah. it's how, fucking how, weird. It, this movie's like a. <laughs> this movie's literally flashbacks, montages. Yeah, and uh, fucking fight scenes. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. It, that's basically all it is. And that's a great way to make a movie longer. Throw fucking flashback montage. Dude sitting there chilling off on a train. We can just show him scenes of stuff that's already happened. This eats up another ten minutes. There's a reporter. She's kind of hot. Yep. Get an ass shot in there. You know, zip, zam, boom, you're done. <laughs> everybody, let's rate this man, Jan. Everybody leaves the kumite happy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How many zip, zams, or zooms are you gonna give us? <laughs> Tell us. But no, like. The, the, I just forgot about how kind of bad that intro was. Even like the story of it is is bad, right? Mm-hmm. So he he <clears> breaks <throat> into the house with his friends. His friends run off. the The father and son catches him. the the was Shidoshi catches him, kicks him in the the son kicks him in the gut. He goes down. Yeah, he goes down. Like yeah. a sack of potatoes, not a martial artist. right? So the son has obviously been training in martial arts, right? Because the son is is learning these things. Yet goes to school. Mm-hmm. And gets his ass kicked. Ass kicked. Yeah. yeah, I was like, there's, I, is... I'm like, I'm missing. There's a lot of inconsistencies in this guy's yeah. training. That is definitely something that I, I agree with. Like that. Now watching this as a kid, I don't remember. I didn't remember that. that. Well, I mean, I remembered it, but I didn't like. Sometimes you watch a film, you, it doesn't register. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, but now you're looking at it like, well, wait a second, this kid's such a badass. Why couldn't he defend himself? Why was he getting his ass kicked? Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, the only thing I could factor in was that he was a small, small fry a little bit, but I mean, that's yeah, but still, still a master at ninjutsu. He's a master at. He's been training ninjutsu all his whole life, so he can't handle two bullies. It's ninjutsu. I'm pretty sure it's uh, some well, form. Fr- Frank Dukes. I I don't know. I assume it's ninjutsu because Frank Dukes opened up the Frank Dukes School of Ninjutsu. Okay, in so. real life. So I imagine. So that that's again, what they're in to. the '80s, full circle, it always comes back to ninjas. It does. It, it does. Some Canon, variety of ninja. Canon doesn't make films about uh, kung fu. They make no. films about ninjas. It's ninjas. <laughs> ninjas and that's only it. ninjas. Ninjas and He-Man. That's it. Yeah. 
So yeah, and he's basically used as a punching bag before this happens for his son to get, and he's just getting thrown around yeah, the whole time. And then he comes up with a the the a roundhouse kick right off the, the get go. Yeah, well, you know. I don't know why I didn't catch it, but what happened to the son? He what, dies. He did they he don't does. really explain Yeah, they don't really explain that. I was wondering that too. I thought he died and at then, the Kumite. Is that that's what I was thinking oh, that, oh, but then I was oh, like, oh, he died at the Kumite. Oh, that's Are good, you sure? They don't ever say that. They, they, they say don't that, ever say that, but sense. this whole movie's about the Kumite. And he well, yeah. and he even says, I'm gonna fight that's not in the like, Kumite it's not someday. Like, I'm gonna fight in the Kumite and honor yeah. you and, and the son because he got killed by a drunk driver. Actually, you know what? I don't I don't think he could have died in the Kumite. It would have been because it would have been a way better story. Chong Lee was like the champion, champion for like the last well, however many years, yeah, right? right? So like he would have had to kill him. There, there's no, there's my no brother, conversation about like you killed my because you nobody, my brother, nobody even knows who Frank Dukes is. No, no, but Frank Dukes would have been like, like you killed yeah, but, my brother. But, but why would why would he know? But, but Kumite is a, a, a secret. He doesn't know anything about. The they Kumite. knew the master's like style of fighting, so he must have been yeah. I mean, around what what was his name? What he. What the yeah. Shidoshi? Was Shidoshi. Like, yeah, well, no, no, no. His, he his was. Name. He was. I know that's what he is. He was a teacher. Shidoshi. I think yeah. his name was Tanaka, right? I think, I think it was so. Tanaka yeah. style of of ninjutsu. Um, don't, I don't know. I mean, it could be the it, Kumite knew knew his knew his fighting style. That's why yeah. he tested him. So they must have known him in that circle. You know, if his son would have died, I feel like they would have made it more of a point to like say that. Yeah, I feel happened. like they would have said like, oh, well, I think the of story, the people I think that the story is more interesting if we just pretend that's how it happened. <laughs> okay, we'll I, pretend. I will, I will agree with you, Kyle, that that would have been a way more interesting yeah. plot point to put into it. But they didn't. Um, yeah, they didn't put it in there. Well, this, well, we don't know if they did or didn't. We don't well, yeah, know how he died. True. He could have He could have died well, we, at the Kumite. He could have died crossing the street. We definitely know they didn't because we know that they don't say it. I feel like this movie does a really good job of but just explaining things they also en- don't don't say it of just explaining things enough yeah. you know what i mean and like that's what i feel like makes this the pacing of this film like breakneck is because it's like it's so fucking fast because they, they, it's just like just such little quick i just stories. feel like it was breakneck i felt like it was breakneck in some points and then not breakneck in others because there's all this shit going on right he's got the relationship with the reporter yeah he's being chased by the the military police mm-hmm. he's like got the whole the, betty hill segment. he's got he's got the kumite not only does he have the kumite he has his uh friendship going on with ray jackson yep. love him then, ray jackson's great then you have um the the story of uh him avenging ray jackson and the, yeah so he avenges ray jackson not his brother uh and i'm mm-hmm. just saying I'm just saying, like, he I mean, didn't would be, know. Would Why good. would he know? It would have been a lot better than Ray ja- uh, Jackson. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you have the story of him beating uh, fucking, uh, what's his name, becoming the first Westerner to win it? What's the, uh, the back- To win the title. Or what are you, not what are you doing title, right now? The- I'm just saying, like, it's like little stories. So many things happen. It's so many broke up little stories. Like, there's really no full story arc in this movie, if you think about it. It's literally just. Like, of course there is. Yeah. He goes to the Kumite to well, honor yeah, Shidoshi, Shidoshi and win the Kumite to become but the first like, Western. Like yeah, that's, like, that's the plot. It's like, let's sprinkle in love a story. Well, let's sure, sprinkle but I think that's every revenge. movie. Yeah. It's like every movie. Every movie has to have like I don't know. It feels yeah, you can't just there. have the movie about just Frank Dukes and it's boring. You gotta, you gotta throw them supporting characters in and those characters come with their own little little adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the I didn't. Okay, so the reporter's the worst story. Then she can go. Away. I, oh. I wish I would have gotten a different actress. Yeah, well, I I don't even actually. To be honest with you, they probably didn't even need to have a love story. Yeah. But you know, let's be honest. Most eighties fil- action films don't. All right. Well, like there's really no reason to put them in half the time. Yeah. And she was just like horrible. 
She's horrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd say she's horrible. Come she, on, I, I, say, she, I wouldn't she, say that either. She did it. She did the job. I guess she was supposed to do. It wasn't like memorable, but it's just I mean, whatever. We're, we're talking about a movie where this is the first. She was. She was good. Horrible. She was good. I, I tell you what. I thought she. I thought her initial start stuff when at the bar. She was good. And then after, after that, that, yeah, she got just kind of. When she has the stupid ass one liners. Yeah. This is the first time I went undercover. Well, it's not her. <laughs> it's not her fault that she got one-liners. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. I love that she's undercover. And she whips out this and giant tape recorder. She's kind of <laughs> like, like the bad guy. No, she's not. Yeah, because no, she not. tells on. She tells on Frank. What do you mean she tells on Frank? Well, she tells she's, she's concerned she's trying to about protect him. him. She's concerned yeah, about yeah. Him. She's, he had to put it in perspective. Like, you want to be the best reporter you can be. <laughs> is this, I want to do this. Which, by the way, is like the dumbest way to explain yeah, something is. in my life. Every, a lot of things are the dumbest yeah. things in this movie. My dad was <laughs> what like what would have happened if if the very possible realization was what did you, what do you a, I was a journalist and what did your father do he was a like a firefighter. <laughs> well, I mean, I would well basically what I was going to say was like, but my my father, <laughs> my father was a martial artist. Okay, I don't know if you understand that, but my father like that's like. How often do you do exactly what your parents do? I mean, he got lucky. It was the first time he ever had this conversation. He just went for it. He didn't. He didn't know he failure really at that point. He really put all his eggs in a one basket on that. He did. Move, he that did. Failed. Paid, that had a ninety-five percent failure rate. <laughs> you know what? You know, Frank Duke. Bigger the risk, fail. the bigger the reward. Right. One thing's for sure: he doesn't. No. He does not fail. They foreshadow like a motherfucker in this movie too, man. Oh, they do. Just they lines th- that they say. It's like, and then it happens. They just throw that shit out. Oh, how about a whole scene of him fucking d- playing out a tea set blind or fighting right. blind? And it's like, huh, oh, whatever he's gonna get blind That's in this movie. That's gonna come into play. Well, of yeah. course, it's gonna come. I into actually play. felt like of all the of all the foreshadowing, I thought that was this what was done the best because. Oh, I would agree. Because because that the one you're pointing out is. There's actually a nice gap of time between when when he was doing his when we see him training and then when it actually plays in, and when he actually uses it. Like when he actually uses it, I'm, I was like, "Oh, cool! All that blind training came back now. That's cool." But like, there's other ones where it's like foreshadow, and it happens right now. Foreshadow, and it happens right now. Yeah. Beginning like, of the film, you can't steal a katana. You have to earn it. Right. And in the film, gets a fucking katana. Right, mm-hmm. but that's like that's not bad foreshadowing. No, that was that was a good one. Bad that... for bad foreshadowing is like you show them, you show us something, you hint at something, and then in two more two minutes later, the fi- the following scene is it actually happening? Like that's that's bad foreshadowing. Speaking of which, that explains uh, Chris's question about what? why they know that it's Naka. If if he has the same katana in his house, it's assumed that obviously he fought. He must have fought. The father must have won the kumite oh, at yeah. some point in time. Well, yeah, because even his son says, "One day I'm going to fight in the kumite right. for, for my father or yeah. whatever." And then the next thing we know, he's dead, and nobody yeah. knows what happened to him. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they don't really say. So it. they were involved in the kumite for sure. You know? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense though. Yeah, or they okay, did say, and we just all missed it. What's that? I said, or they did say, because well, I mean, they hit yeah. you with like a barrage of sad shit in that whole speech. Son's dead. My whole family died. <laughs> oh yeah, that was yeah. that was a weird story. Side like, story. That was crazy. I had to restart my whole family. Now they're all dead too. Like <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, you said it in the plot thing too. Is then Frank Dukes he he is he escapes the the best way he knows how. What are you talking about? Just leaving the shower on that will trick him. That'll yeah. trick him. Yeah. 
and yep. just runs away. And, and that and that plot point makes no goddamn sense at all. No, no. Listen, yeah, how do you get off the base? You can't escape a military base and not. It's like you go AWOL. Yeah, it's not the military doesn't invest so much money in that you're like too well, worth it to the technically, military. Technically, technically, he was on leave. Yes, he was. So he could have been like, he was on leave? here's my papers, yep. I'm on leave. So why, what the hell was the no, problem? No, you can't be like, I'm on papers, I'm on leave, because they're like, we need you, you, you go, even if you're on leave, you can't. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand what the, if, yeah. He was on leave, though, he was supposed to go on the leave. Pro- the problem was the U.S. military didn't want to risk losing they called one of their it, best. They called it furlough. Furlough? Is what they called it in the movie. Expl- but and it's, do you it's know leave. what that means? No, it's called leave. Oh, okay, so here's, here's my question. Can the military... Revoke, Stop. revoke that outside of that. Can you? Can you not can do they, what you yeah, want to do? Yeah, they can. Yeah. What do you mean? Yes. Okay, so you are saying, property of the United States government. Right. Yeah, so so what I'm saying is, come get you wherever so you they, are. So what happened is that they just they they found out that, that he, he was going to the Kumite. Was going to the Kumite because somebody has some loose lips. Yeah. <laughs> which is weird. I don't know how they would have figured that out. They maybe figure they out that well, John Claude Van Damme's with the loose lips, telling him bragging about be. the Kumite. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe they opened the letter by mistake. The invitation to okay. the Kumite. So maybe they opened they, it by they mistake. They find out about it and they say, "Look, you're not allowed to do this because I guess if you're because on because we don't want you, you to can't die. join like a cage match. You can't no, just no, no, fight no, no, no. 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 UFC. Or they something? didn't want him to go because they didn't want him to die. Yes, they He's thought he was going to die. He was too valuable to the military. Okay, so you're not allowed to go because we can't risk you dying. And he oh, said, shit, "I guess he said, well, I'm not going to die, so you're fine." So <laughs> and, and and what and let, let, okay then the re, then here's the question I have since it's not I yeah. guess this is not considered a wall then. No, no, he is. He is a wall because they basically told him you're you're they, we cancel your leave. You got to go see the fucking uh, uh, what is it? It's not. General, I thought he said maybe. before you leave. The, whether you're a wall or not, I think the government AWOL. can just come get that's, you whenever yeah, they that's want. That's why to. they sure. that's why they send you know two uh, fucking two mili- bumbling buffoons after two you. military police <laughs> with the biggest goddamn tasers you've ever seen oh in my your God. life. I mean, they might have been clubs. You could have clubbed them <laughs> in with those. They, you know, they, they would have been better off they clubbing look, them. Dude, they look like they had fucking dirt devils in their hands. Totally. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought they were going to vacuum something. I was like, oh, shit, they're going to vacuum. Like, I they just pull them out of their coat. Like, yeah. what pocket is I, holding yeah. this? I yeah. didn't remember oh. that Forrest Whitaker was in this movie. Neither did I. I didn't remember he was in this. Yeah. And to see him, I was like, oh, my goodness. This must be, like, one of his first. I don't think he was. Not, well, I mean, it, was he Fast good? Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would, would have been, like, what is so, That's his first. I said, who is he in Fast Times? He's the he's he, a football he's player. He's the football he's player like, who uh, has the yeah. Camaro. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. He's like yeah. the lineman that's yeah, like calm down. intimidating everybody. No, I was thinking of Larry Fishburne because he's in that <laughs> too, right? Isn't he? Doesn't he show up as like some side character? I have no idea what you're talking. I don't no, know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, God. I don't know. Confusing. Um, yeah, the one thing about it with Forrest Whitaker in the film is that like Forrest Whitaker, known for like being such a great actor, I gotta say like he's one of the weak links in this film. He's I terrible. Felt. I think he was given shit. He must have been given shit. I mean, compared to who, I don't think he was a weak link in this movie. Really? Uh, what? He I was feel like, like his delivery's all weird, and he seems like he's just phoning it in real hard. He got and... the, like the rookie, like yeah. hard ass character, and then the other guy is the old veteran. Yeah, cop. they right. kept pr- playing that up the whole time. And it was like, yeah. shut up. Don't worry, he'll come to us. <laughs> like the guy, you know. Like... Look, we just want to know if you uh, a name. Oh, hold on. Look, we're all overworked. If you see him, you let us know. It's like, what the fuck are you trying to teach this guy? <laughs> How to be smooth, man. He's you gotta, gotta be poise himself. Yeah, he's not smooth. For success. He's not smooth. He's not <laughs> smooth at all. And then we get into the Kumite, which is when the, the, the fun happens. Because well, before that, we meet Ray Jackson, which I feel like is a character that we need. I, let's ask this question Who's your favorite character? 
Ray Jackson. Ray Jackson. Yeah, Ray Jackson's great. And John Claude. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Frank of Dukes course, too, because a hero. But yeah, Ray Ray Jackson's Ray Jackson. pretty amazing. He's just uh, he just has fun. like a charisma on screen that is just fun to watch. Like he's not the greatest actor, but for this character, it's totally like. I want a buddy like that that's yeah. going to hang out with me and protect me and fucking... And they bond, play, you know, the way that most, most people uh, bond playing, <laughs> right a, playing around a karate champ on the old arcade. Yeah. How many friends did you make well, back in the day on the old arcade? I kind of forgot... A few. Zero. I kind of forgot, too, like, sort of what his character was. <laughs> so when he was on the bus and he was hitting on that Asian woman, I was like, yeah. oh, is he, is he a villain? Like, he's for some reason... A, he's definitely uh, a douche. I was like, yeah. is he a villain or going to be like... And then when they become buddies, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I forgot about... That they were like, you know, friends in the movie. He is a douche, but you, you, you know what? He has redeeming qualities about him. Like they're definitely like I, I have this in here. I actually have do have questions ish in here, but it's, uh, it was like, it's what is the true love story in this film? Is it really between John Claude Van Damme and the reporter? Because he's just kind of bangs her and leaves, or is it between Ray Jackson and Frank Dukes? Good because I, I feel sad. like it's. Ray Jackson and Frank Dukes. Yeah, I think and, the, it is. and their friendship love because they developed this friendship over this term. Dude, even at the end, he's like, I love you, I love you. Oh, yeah. that was all poetic yeah, and shit. And it was like, like, no matter where, no matter how far, yeah. I'll be there. Like, I'm like, what the I'll fuck? Who wrote there. this? It's definitely, yeah, I, I would agree with that 100%. This is about, this movie's really, like, Bloodsport's really about a bromance. It is about bromance. Yeah. Because he gets. And re- honoring your father. Yeah. Your real father. It was a lot of bromances going on in this movie. Dudes loving dudes. Dudes loving dudes. <laughs> All over blood sport. All over blood sport. Dudes loving dudes fighting other dudes. <laughs> That's what they call the blood sport. Dudes loving dudes. <laughs> but yeah, Ray Jackson's fantastic. And I like that he has like no discernible fighting style. Like, how did he get invited? <laughs> yeah. Like, here's what I'm thinking. Like, like, okay, if everybody was invited because they were like the top student of their like their dojo or yes. whatever, did they just like Go to every shithole bar and like say who's the toughest guy in uh, town. It's like it's fucking Ray. Ray's a Ray's a badass. Yeah, I feel how like, would he have gotten known? How would he gotten the here's, invite? I feel like he probably would have worked at like Roadhouse. He would have worked at that place in Roadhouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, he Ray Jackson really doesn't have uh, a fighting style except for breaking bricks with his goddamn head. Yeah, he impressed some people. With I the felt head like break. he was a wrestler. That's what I thought. I was gonna I ask that you was if his he was. style, like a wrestler. That's what you got. I got bar fight. I got bar yeah, fighter. Yeah, like just a brawler. I like, he, a yeah, he just reminded me of like '80s like WWE. But he, he, he does. But he does have he that look. Did but even if he did, it's not like an Olympic wrestler. Like no, he's no. not clean cut. And no, like, he's saying like pro wrestler. Yeah. No, I I guess that could be possible. That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Possible. I'm thinking but like, you would think people would be like Ray Jackson. Yeah, or like <laughs> yeah, especially like you or you think you maybe, would have like ring he, gear. Yeah. Maybe he came up in like the backyard circuit. The wrestling. Oh, he's backyard wrestling. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> getting real hardcore in the backyard with barbed wire matches. Yeah, barbed wire match. <laughs> and sad thing about Ray Jackson, man. Tough, tough as nails, man. He could have he could have won that fight against Chong Lee. Yeah, but he's too showboating. He yeah. tried to showboat like Chong yeah. Lee does, which never, you know, doesn't. You never turn your back until the guy's dead. I mean, Unless everybody knows Lee, that. Then I guess you could do it all Holy the time. Holy shit, he might are. be a pro wrestler because that's a total pro wrestling move. It, that's in like every pro wrestling see, match. See, but I, I, I took it as... He's 100... Nope. Yeah. I took it as he was trying to do that because Chong Lee always did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he boat. is. So he figured that, like, but that's, well, I'm oh, gonna. I didn't take that. I thought that was just his character that, in general. Yeah. He's showboating the whole time. But he's think been about there. it. That's yeah. when that, that's just him. That's when the heel. That's when the heel gets his true heat. Yeah. That's when the heel gets his true heat, right? So he, he you know, Ray Jackson's up. He's celebrating. Then he fucking hits him from behind. Mm-hmm. And then, how are you just not putting together that he might have been a wrestler? 
I feel I, like I've you never thought that because he looks like uh, just like a, a street brawler. Yeah, I, I, I still like I, he still feels like somebody that's just a barroom. I brawler. feel like I could go on the internet and find Ray Jackson versus Kimbo Slice. Like you know what I mean? Like that's what I feel like. You know, of the time, that's like the fighter he represented it was like it would be like Kimbo Slice going to the Kumite. Well, the I think this is a good segue into. I think what makes this film amazing. Okay, I'm ready for it. Oh, that was a that was that's a topic. Did we write that down. <laughs> no, what? but I'm gonna do it. Okay. Uh, it's the fights, man. Like I'll tell you right now, why, why did this appeal to me as a young kid, man? Because I, I I did martial arts when I was a kid, and the idea, this concept of like different martial arts styles fighting one another for yeah. superiority was great, and actually turns into the UFC for a very short time. Yes. Before they were like, okay, uh, it's it's. It's jujitsu, like like you know, just or m- mixed martial art. What becomes mixed martial arts? But before that, it was totally like, like it was blood sport in reality. Like I remember the early UFC was, Laura, we're gonna get a guy who knows taekwondo and a guy that knows Brazilian jujitsu. Yeah. We're gonna have him go out in a fight and see who wins. And that's what it was. It was a battle of styles, mm. right? And I think that's what makes this movie super amazing. Not only not only that, like if you think about it. If there was a god of uh, lightning that just landed in the middle of it that map, it, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's got it's, and, it's it's literally fucking Mortal Kombat. And by you <laughs> know it is actually because actually the the makers of Mortal Kombat actually point to this game as the inspiration for their game. Oh, the, the which movie? is why uh, uh, is it Johnny Cage? Johnny Cage. Yes, mm-hmm. he does the split ball punch, which is the move that Frank Dukes uses on the oh, sumo guy. Yes, oh, interesting. So that, that, actually, Johnny Cage is supposed to be is supposed to be Jean Claude Van Damme. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was going to say, you could also have it hosted by a Nazi-esque person, and then you've got Street Fighter out that's of this as well. Yeah, that's true. There's yeah, definitely some true. Street Fighter yeah. action going on in this. It's the Because the Kumite was a real tournament, if I'm not mistaken, yeah? I mean... It's rumored. Like, yeah, I don't it's, think... like, it's underground. Do you think like Frank Dukes made this like all this shit so, up? Frank Dukes, so, Frank Dukes, like, I think, wrote a book or something about this, right? And... Um, There's an article, I think, yeah, he wrote, in like some like, like that, kar- karate he, magazine. He or talks something. about it, and I actually remember as a kid, like after I had seen this movie, a few years afterwards, they actually did uh, sixty minutes did like an expose on this, <laughs> and they came to the conclusion that Frank Dukes could like probably fabricated this entire thing because there's just no, they don't have any backstory. Like no one has told, no one has confirmed that Frank Dukes had ever won a kumite. Or won anything. And then it's also a little suspect that he holds the world record for fucking everything. <laughs> At the end of the movie, like, fastest punch, fastest kick, fastest knockout. Yeah, well, I, I read that um, I read that a friend confirmed that the stories were made up because okay. he used that friend to help sell the stories to uh-huh. somebody. And, like, years later, he was basically like, you know, he basically coached me on what to say and how to respond. Yeah, but I can't believe that the Kumite is not real. Well, you don't have I to. You don't have to. It's, not, it's like Santa. It's I want to like, believe the Kumite. <laughs> it's like Santa. I'm sure real. underground fights actually. Happen. Oh yeah, that's I'm probably sure they're all that's probably happening right now. Yeah. I mean, if you go right to this Thailand, podcast room, you son of a bitches. Yeah, bring yeah. it on right now. Um, but I, I mean, whether or not there's an actual Kumite, I, I man, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Frank Duke says he won it. That's all I know. Can, that's, that's all I can true. say. I'll tell you what, man. They picked out one of the most fucking badass villains ever in this movie, that too. Shit, dude. Yeah, his, his faces alone, like... He didn't have to talk. I hated that they gave him a couple of lines in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah it took away from the magic. When I heard yeah. him talk, I was like, nah, that's not cool enough. I was like, he should never talk. 
She never talked throughout the whole movie. Not cool enough for that look. Breaks fucking ice, huge ice blocks like it's fucking nothing. Doesn't care. Has a weak tummy. There's a yeah. guy they show in the beginning, like <laughs> like getting ready, you know, for the kumite that yeah. never shows up as Which a fighter. One? Which one? It's this guy who like runs and like throws his body through like wood. No, and he's there. Splits. I don't remember seeing him fight. What? There's a throws lot of people body in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking. He about. He throws like knees through wood and yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, the Taibo dude. Taibo. Taibo. Did Isn't not look Tybo? like the right. No. Like Billy Blanks. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I call that shit. I call that people use a lot of knees. I just call it Taibo <laughs> fighting. There are some. There <laughs> are some knees. interesting people in it. Like so, the guy that plays Paco, he's the like this like the smarmy looking uh, kickboxer dude. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Me and my friends used to call him like Disco Inferno when we were oh. kid because he has this like sl- slimy look to him. Mm-hmm. He's actually an actual world champion kickboxer. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a guy. Okay, so the guy that that Chong Lee he breaks his leg mm-hmm. and he gets that compound fracture. Yeah, dude, that's, that's actually the dude that plays Tong Po, who's the main villain in Kickboxer. Interesting. That's yeah, Michael Kesey. Huh. Yeah. Just recasting. Well, because him and Jean Claude Van Damme were actually um, they they came up together. They actually went out to L.A. together to become actors. I think when oh, you find good yeah. martial artists, you kind of like, especially when it was booming, you yeah. know, that Well, and each one had to kind of have a, a, sti- a distinct look in this movie so that you knew it was like, right. I, I actually know, think Mike, Mike, I actually think Michael Kissy was a no retreat, no surrender, too. I think he's in like pretty much all of Van Damme's movies because they're friends. Nice. Um, but yeah, there's some, some interesting characters. Like, I mean, I mean, for me... The, Animal this, Boy? Yeah, the monkey style. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. Um, I was like looking at him like, mm, man, how's this gonna? But he kept moving up through the ranks. He kept he winning matches. Yeah. And I, mean, I was like, he's, all right, he's chopping coconuts with his bare hands. Till he got to <laughs> su- him right in half, like clean breaks. Till he got to the sumo guy. Yeah, sumo guy's like sumo just guy try, like fighting tough. a brick wall. Yeah, I, that was my least favorite fight with John Claude Van Damme was the him with the sumo guy. Oh, really? That's the one where he's the Dimmock or whatever the heck it's yeah. called. Yeah, yeah, he's the Dimmock to beat him. Up the up the fucking no the stomach he uh you know the one where he so he has that secret he attack punches where he, him right well yes but um so he he the, the his problem was that like he was like almost impenetrable because he was so big right but if you if you look like that whole brick breaking thing where he breaks the bottom brick the that's what he does on his stomach he hits him but it didn't seem to affect him really so I was kind of like it's like the one thing uh, yeah I mean it hurts him yeah it knocks him down a little bit but yeah it's the ball punch that really which is. Which which I feel like that was happens. the dim dim knock. He hit the balls, but really he punched him in like he double dim knocks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's also how you the dim double knock. That's yeah. also yeah. how you beat Goro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but and again, you, th- and you throw him over a cliff. All right, right. If he had thrown this sumo guy over a cliff, that would have yeah. won. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about another thing too. So they they make a big point to say let like oh no, Chong Lee killed a guy in the last tournament. Yeah. Okay. How many people died in this tournament? Because it I seemed like three. a lot of people died. I it wasn't. One. No, dude, he killed like he breaks necks like almost every fucking match. He, I like feel he like. broke his neck every time, and then also sumo guy breaks the back. I feel of like two only guys. one. I feel like only one I only died. one died because yeah. it was a big deal the way they shot it. It was a, it, it was a like, huge deal to the whole when, place. When, when somebody grabs you and that's bear when they all turn their backs on him, and then you hear a snap in their spinal column. I never yeah, heard it snapped. I just I heard kind of like that. a. Like oh, there's a, snaps. There's definitely snaps. When, when, when yeah, when, when when Monkey Style loses to Sumo, that's he's, how he beats, he beats him. him. He snaps his back, and then he does another one where he he straight up banes one guy. Yeah, he takes him over the knee and snaps the guy's back. 
And then Charlie snaps at least two necks. Those, I don't think those people died. I, I just, it, but it's like only one died. person died. No, 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 I don't think they did either. But they over, they overuse the snaps. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, normally if I hear somebody, you go to a chiropractor, he, he's going to make your back crack. I'm sure know, getting laid over a knee might crack. And you hear a snap. I almost always take that in an action movie, especially an '80s yep, action movie. Yeah, that guy dead. is dead. You're dead. That is a, that well, is a true rule. True. I, I I I'm inclined to agree with you because I've seen a lot of '80s action movies. However, in this one. The why it that why then did the entire Kumite only react negatively to the one guy? That's what I wanted to talk about. And that's the only time the referee like, went up to him and was like, made a face like, yeah. "Oh, he didn't make it." Well, then they just over they overused the crowd because then. I thought I thought <laughs> I thought Jackson died, and then also yeah, also it cuts to he'll live. You, do, like you can't Jackson. kill what? the heart of the movie. You cannot kill the heart. No, of the movie. but I'm just saying the way that he is beaten on the match, quote-unquote killed, is the same way that a lot of other people are killed in in the movie. But Jack, if Jackson survives, then I have to assume he's not killing them I all. even feel like there's quick neck mo- jerking motions. Yes. That's the one that he kills. Yeah. No, that's no, done multiple guy. times. I think he does do another guy, too. Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that. that. No, all right. I don't know about any of that. None of that nonsense. Let me ask you, what's your favorite fight? Are you asking me? Yeah. yeah you, just, right at you. You, just, you just asked... I'm looking right at Podcast. you. Silent cues. People can't see you. So what is the silent cue to Chris? Chris, what was your favorite Chris, fight? you've been silent cued. You know, I, I I, do like that they really played up how fucking fast Jean-Claude Van Damme is. And like some of those ones that are just like one kick and they're like flying out of the ring. I'm like, I, I kind of, it made me chuckle because I was like, yeah, he's fast. Like, and he's badass. And it, and it looked legit to me. So I kind of like those fast ones. I mean, the final fight is okay, and I don't think that's my favorite, but I can't remember all of them now. There's so many. I would say probably... I actually really like Jean-Claude Van Damme's first fight because that one, it had a lot of Bruce Lee vibe to it. He just came in and just pop, 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 bam, knocked the dude's ass out, and then fucking Jackson like freaks out. He's like, that's the fastest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And it really sets up... It really sets up like the... The, the the competition and the 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 conflict between him and the main villain because the villain just killed somebody like new world record and then he rolls in boom done another new world record and it just I think that was just a badass scene because it sets up the character and a lot of shit. No, I agree with you. I I kind of like that one too, but I mean I think uh, Monkey Style versus the Sumo is probably one of my favorites too because it's just. Uh- I don't know. It's fun. It's fun for me to watch that one. I like it's Monkey a cool. St- Monkey Style's cool as hell, dude. Yeah, I like Monkey Style versus Sumo. I also like. Well, another one I really like is Paco versus Frank Dukes, uh, because it ends with their with that like pissing contest of who can kick somebody in the hardest in the side of the ring. Yeah, they just keep kicking. Like, each come other. on, come on, and they're like just going <laughs> yeah. back and forth, just kicking each other as hard as they can. I thought that was that's a cool scene. I like that. Uh, I agree with you. Like the Chung Lee, uh, Frank Dukes fight. I mean, there's some cool stuff in it. But then it gets all out of whack because there's like a like a gimmick that goes on with it, which is like those that the whatever powder. that is that yeah. bill or where you can just see kind of narrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just gives you like slight walleye vision. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I for but sure. You play, I, but you got to play it like completely fucking blind. Oh my yeah. god! I would say like if I was comparing, if I was comparing this film to Kickboxer, I definitely think Kickboxer has the better final fight. I don't know how many how many spinning Ooh. split kicks does this one have versus the other one. Well, this one this one has three. I think it only has like five or something. The other one might have <laughs> five, but going. I still think that fight in general is a little more. 
it's a better fight start to finish, I think, than this one. This one is right. You're, you're right. The final fight is a little too choreographed feeling. Take a brick. Any brick. I know. Bottom one, right? <clears throat> See? Not a scratch on it. Locked in. Neither is this for you. Yo, Friggy! Oh, I hope we don't have heads. Come on, let's do it, buddy. One thing that Chris did bring up that I, I do want to mention, too, is that for a movie called Bloodsport, it's not that bloody. Everyone just kind of gets a bloody nose, and, a, and a, they get a broken leg, but it's not like there's, like, people are, like... They I thought look. that whole mat was going to be covered in blood by the end of it, but it was just still the same spot. Well, no, they were doing a good job keeping it clean. Come on, this is sanitary. They are sanitary. Yeah, they, they do a pretty good job. They'll steal the teeth, though. They'll steal those yeah. teeth right off the mat. It's gold. They're not filling. It's gone. It, it is pretty much like the fight's over, and it's like, what happened? They always got a bloody nose. Like, you know well, what I mean? mean? Dude, like, well, one dude was like doused a, in blood for coming from his a, face yeah, down. It's I a, mean. But think about this the damage on your face would be like, it's not just going to go heal back. It's a three day tournament. Back to back to back, yeah, and you're absurd. fighting multiple fights each day. I mean, yeah, if you have a if you have a rough back and forth fight, it's going to be really difficult. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's not like you see even boxers don't do within months. I mean, they have to wait until to recuperate from a fight. That's what alone. I'm saying. Like Frank Dukes would not be that pretty. No, no, he'd be fucked up. Well, actually. No, he has bruises and stuff on his face, I think, in the final fight. You can yeah, see, he has, like, like he a has... cut on his eyebrow. Yeah. Can we talk about the the best special effect in the whole movie? And that one was done by our good friend God, and that's Jean-Claude Van Damme's ass. Yeah, that thing was... <laughs> <laughs> that thing was Christ. rock hard. <laughs> Jeez. And they really wanted to show They the wanted yeah. you to see that ass. It's like, you want to see what those legs are connected to? <laughs> Here you go. There you go, ladies. <laughs> there you uh, go. It was so staged, Oh, too. trust He's me, like, no ladies saw it. Like, <laughs> this is not I something, know. If so, I, can, I, do, I do see some guys like bringing their girlfriends there, to this definitely, thing. I feel like there's definitely a producer that was like, you know what we got to do in this movie? We really bring in the ladies. We got to show his ass. We'll be in all the newspapers. <laughs> Well, the it, ladies will come out and see it, which they, they must have. It made sixty-five million worldwide. When they yeah. were looking for their star, they wanted him to be or the person to be appealing to men and women. That was the goal. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, a solid a pick. Job. It's John a Vaughan solid pick. Accent, rock hard ass, can do spin kicks like nobody's business. I mean, that's the you muscles know, from Brussels. Everybody knows it's that. True. <laughs> He's a solid that. action leading man. I don't know where he ranks in the probably third. I would say third in the list. Who's number one? Arnold. Number two. Sylvester Stallone. So, yeah, Sylvester Stallone. All right, I agree with you. I would give Van Damme. Bruce Willis may get number three. I, yeah, I, put, I, nah. put, Bruce, I put Bruce Willis. Uh, Bruce Willis may get number on, three, man. man. That's McLean? McLean, yeah. Although the last couple know, films like, have hurt McLean pretty bad. Yeah. 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 I mean, still I mean original does, three. Does, does, does Kurt Russell rank? Ooh, he could be in there. Kurt Russell's Russell. like an yeah. Does he rank? Uh, he's like a sci-fi action star. I would give him, I'd give him top I would like ten. I mean, I know Tango and Cash is pretty badass. No, it isn't. <laughs> uh, if you know, I was like, oh, no go back and rewatch that movie. It's, it's, <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Um, He's got to be number three, though, right? Van Damme's got to be number Van three. Van Damme's three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he in terms of like like modern nowadays, mega stardom. I mean, if you're not counting like The Rock nowadays, you know. Um, yeah. Back in the '80s, man, it was these three did, guys. Was yeah. he in? Was he? Did he have part in Planet Hollywood? Did he have part in that? Was he? Because Arnold and Stallone did, right? 
the restaurant? I, I, don't, I, I have no I idea. Doubt I doubt Jean Claude was a part yeah. of that. Yeah. Jean Claude was spending too much money on cocaine, probably. <laughs> To be uh, an investor. <laughs> <laughs> to invest. I wish I could, but all my money's going to this cocaine, guys. I'm sorry. It's all up my nose. Um, <laughs> no, I feel bad. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've always liked John Claude Van Damme, even though he's not a good actor. Um, he's oddly gotten better in his old age, though. I, I, I was super, was? Di- I was super disappointed when they canceled that uh, John Claude Von Johnson on uh, Amazon Prime. I thought that was a solid series. I really liked him as the villain in uh, the ex- Butch Expendables. Is that number two? Or number yeah. Three? He was really fucking good. It's two, and he was in uh, JCVD, got a big buzz. That was a great, yeah, that was good, too. Yeah. He, he got well, better in his old age. This I, is yeah, his first great. leading role. I mean, this is his first leading role. He was in No Retreat, No Surrender. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, you know, you could see, like, his talent there, which actually I found myself comparing, because I was like, you know, he's really good in this, like, the martial yourself. arts, but in No Retreat, No Surrender, I felt more impressed with some of the stuff he was doing. The fight scenes, actually, I feel like in No Retreat, No Surrender are better than in in this movie. I think so. I would agree with that. I, I mean, I don't I know. I would agree with that. I oh, mean, fuck you. Yeah. You're talking about j- with just Jean-Claude yes. Van Damme? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, okay. Just his, his moments. Okay, I thought we, like, yeah. if you're talking about like dudes no. flying around with like monkey style, dude, like no, not no, even no, close. No, 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 no. I meant like just Van Damme. Van Damme's like, yeah, but he's like, he's crisp in that movie. He's got a better look in that movie, I feel I think like, it, too. But like, I also want to say that I think that the, the editing in that movie is a little different. There's a lot of wide yeah. shot, like full, mo- like it's yeah. full. This one, there's a lot of close-ups and a lot yeah. of uh, camera work going on. Well, and there's well, I feel like there's a hundred montages of uh, in this movie of people getting knocked out or or yeah. him running or whatever being lonely. There's I, just montages of everything. I mean, if we're talking like any any kind of technical, that's where my gripes kind of sit with this movie. And I know it's canon and it's low low budget, whatever. But the editing was not very good in this movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Like it, it was kind of off t- to the point where it made the actors look worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, and the music was really corny, in oh, my opinion. So oh, so bad. But I mean, I'm like, glad you bring that up because the music. So bad. It was the '80s. Is <laughs> '88, but yeah, the music did. Not... Kumate, Kumate. Oh, that song. But this is oh. also like again another canon. Yeah. Like but thing that just here's like, the thing I can't enjoy about shot. it. Here's the thing I can enjoy about it. I was, was going to get into with my feelings about this film. Was like I remember loving this film as a kid because I thought it was like the most badass, you know, movie I'd ever seen. And now watching it as an adult, I, I see it in way different eyes. To where now I'm like, this is really fucking bad. Like, but in a good way because shit's funny. Like the music is so bad, but it's like it's so. It captures 80s action movies so perfectly with, like, this, oh, Kumite's in the script? Okay, write Kumite song, guys. And what else? Uh, uh, there, there's, like, you know, it's, like, whatever they can find in the movie. I mean, my, like, my favorite thing is he, he's on the train, and he's looking at the train, and he thinks he sees Chong Li in the reflection, <laughs> and it's oh, not yeah. him. I thought that part was ridiculous. Like, he's so upset. But, I mean, it's just, like, it, it, there's so many, it is, there's so many ridiculous bad things in this movie that I think, like, now I look at it, and I'm like, okay, and this is funnier now to me. Like this is funny. I don't know if I can take it as serious a serious action film anymore. But <laughs> but it's a it's definitely a canon film. I will say that. And good for them. They had great success with this one. Like they kind of yeah. hit a home run. This was their highest grossing <laughs> film in '88. Yeah, I mean, probably I, I, ever. Or <laughs> I also I also think this is. I mean, like I said, so like there. I I think there are two great films by Jean Claude Van Damme. Okay, it's it's this. Which I feel like he's almost known for next to, t- to Kickboxer. Yeah. You know? And then I think there's Time Cop, which is just kind of a good, like, it's. Wait, a- those are your two? Uh, for, like, can you name one else that's, like, super yes. great that he, what? 
Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier. Yeah, I mean, Universal Soldier is all right. I, I actually f- Dolph Lundgren outshadows him in that one. Like That's Dolph, what I'm saying. Yeah. He's really, but it, it's I, still good. I've seen that mm-hmm. film recently, and I thought it was real slow. And I was like, it it reminds me a little bit of Cyborg, too. Like, Cyborg's real slow and kind of Cyborg is the worst movie he's done. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. Don't get me on that it's fucking pretty movie. terrible. Although I did and see Universal Lionheart Soldier's the other not. day, and I thought, I was like, this is better than I remembered it. Um, But, I mean, for me, like, I feel like this is his most popular movie. Oh, I would agree with that. This is the most popular movie. Time Cop is only because it's not a canon film anymore, and they got him to be like an actual like. I would say it's either this or Universal Soldiers is two most popular movies. I would say those are. Two yeah, popular. I'd agree. I mean, you don't think Kickboxer? Kickboxer, I feel like Kickboxer would be three there too. Kickboxer, Kickboxer would be three. I, I feel like Kickboxer would have more of the cult status because of the fucking stupid dance scene alone. It does have the dance scene? Yeah, I forgot about that. How do you forget about that? I but I mean, movie his movies like, got real corny when it was like double team and yeah. whatever. Like, I mean, or when it was like corny in a good way. Am I right? There is a, <laughs> no. There's a certain point, and and some people do it right. Right, the, with an action star from the '80s, there there is a way to do things. Except for Bruce Willis, he's the only one that somehow continues. Like, well, he's doing it now. So what you do is, as an actor star, if you want to be successful, what you do is like what Stallone did. Right, mm-hmm. you make a whole bunch of movies in the '80s. You disappear for a couple of years. Let people forget about you, and then you come back old with like the Expendables. Stallone yeah. never disappeared, though. He he's been acting consistently since seventy. Yeah, but dude, there was there was a stretch there in the in the two thousands. Trust me, because I worked at the fucking video store when they oh, were coming out. Yeah, he did. He he wasn't in. He was not on big screen movies. He was just on direct to video fucking movies. Yeah, two thousand was definitely he was kind of he kind of disappeared, and, but he did come back. I would I would agree with you. <laughs> Believe me, was, I worked in a video store. I yeah. love that was your argument. Yeah, that it's is like it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. No, because there was like twenty of them that came out. So that's just someone <laughs> did Oscar, and then it was like uh, yeah, dude, like <laughs> he did stop my mom or my mom will shoot. Like he did like a whole bunch that was of early. Like in the nineties. That's that early. early, but that yeah. was like starting towards the downfall of it. Like his, uh, no, heyday he had, like, is the 80s. No, he had like cliffhanger and shit like that. Yeah, like, that's true. Cliffhanger. Demolition Man. Demolition, Demolition Man. Yeah, what are shit. we talking about here? Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know 90s what were good to Stallone. Not the 2000s. Trying to throw shade on Sly. Yeah. I guess. Demolition Man. Would it never start with, throw shade well, on Sly. I guess, Come on. Would it, show, would it start with Judge Dredd then, you think? Probably Even Judge Dredd had some mild success. Like it was not a great movie. I mean, listen, but... this, let's just listen to this. Let's just listen to this. I like how this, we. This, this I, I googled this already. Into, like, yeah, uh, Sly Stone's career. Yeah, <laughs> let's follow it. Ninety two. Stop okay. my mom. Shoot. Okay. Then cliffhanger. Then demolition man. Then the specialist. Yeah. Okay. Great movie. Um, great movie. Actually, that's a short. We're not going to count it. But Judge Dredd was the next year. Okay, okay. I think it's downhill from here. Assassins. No, that's that good was one. a big movie. That's a good movie though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Daylight. That was a good one. Copland, uh, Copland was Copland. fantastic. That's a yeah, fantastic that's where he gained like fifty pounds or yeah. something like that. Um, I don't know what that what year is. is. That what year is that? That's ninety seven. Copland is ninety seven. Okay, yeah. When does he come back with Rocky Balboa? Um, let's see. In ninety seven, he also had The Good Life. I don't know what that is. Uh, ants. He did voice in Ants. Yeah, okay, he did voice. He, in ants. Then he was in Get Carter. That, 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 was that movie sucked. Yeah. I didn't like that movie. Well, I mean, just because you didn't like it doesn't mean it wasn't popular. I don't think it was popular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Get Carter was popular. I think it was. No, I don't think Get Carter was, was popular. Anyways, continue. All right. I had one row. All right. So I'm going to have to give a little bit of credit to Cody here because from 2001 until 2005, so four-year stretch, yeah. I don't recognize these uh, many of these movies, but... Uh, he was in Shade. Where's Oscar in this? Spy Kids 3, Game Over. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Taxi 3, he was an uncredited passenger, so that doesn't really count. Uh, Avenging Angelo. 
I see you and driven. Those yeah, yeah driven was a bomb. Um, and then, but but after that, after um, he had a s- small stint on Las Vegas TV series in 2006, Rocky Balboa. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. That, that was a great, that, that's a great film. 2008, film. Rambo. Great yeah, film. There he goes. Comes back. Incredible Love, Expendables, Zookeeper, Expendables. So he two. disappeared. He took a four, four year years. stretch. He took a four year break. He took a four year but stretch. Other Smart than of that, him. He's been. He, he's basically. Smart of him. Nonstop. Non fucking stop. Pretty much the eighties was nothing but about Rambo's that. and Rockies. As a movie star <laughs> that, that was consistently in my life from the eighties all the way up to about ninety seven. Mm-hmm. You know, he took a four year stretch break. Well, That's a good break. Well, I'll tell you right now, Jean Flan Jean Claude Van Damme, like Is since that- you worked in a video store, I think you can recall how many times he did a directed video oh, movie. Oh, well, yeah, it's the, yeah. I mean, he definitely it, wins in that. Category. Oh, I remember like the, nope. the Legionnaire and like <laughs> something been, like that. He has definitely surpassed in that category by Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal oh, has yeah. more well, direct videos. Steven Seagal was never there at their level. Oh, I disagree. I think there was uh, a little bit under above siege the and law, shit, dude. dude. Under siege, no, no, but uh, no, under you're talking s- about like a block yeah, of like un- four I would or say five under films. Siege was it. a was a big film. Under siege two, that wasn't right. a big film. Well, the under siege, yes, it was. The under sieges were her this biggest film, and then. That's yeah. it? No, above the law was pretty big. It wasn't, I don't think they that were was that big. No. Glimmer Man, Glimmer Man, Glimmer Man, ah. yeah, oh, man. above the law. I didn't even, I didn't even know Glimmer Man. I never even heard of that. That's Mark for Death was pretty big. Hard to kill, was. hard to kill. Yeah, yeah. those, are, those are big films. You guys. I feel some of the other ones were a little. I would put them at. I would put, if I had think. to put Steven Seagal on the list. Oh, I know what you're gonna do. No, I wouldn't put him at number one. No, he, no, he'd be in top five. He's, though. No, he's actually lost to Grace with me. He's just. Uh, yeah, I'm not. You know. He, but I mean, let's he, go back some, in time. That's someone who needs to hang it up like real bad. I um, he had ha- I no, he he's still making fucking movies, dude. I did not know that. I pay the bills, man. Yeah, it, it, it's like <laughs> so, Bloodsport, right? Was he gonna have right, an accounting yeah. job? <laughs> he'd probably be like, I don't know. He'd be like five His or six. His best role is executive decision when he gets. Because I feel like Bruce Willis would have to be four for me, so like he's that. probably number five or six. Bruce Willis so. is. Here's the thing, Bruce Willis though. He's like also like a legit actor though. Yeah, like I feel like when we're talking about like, well, so so sli- so slide, so no, slide is slides is murders it in Copland. Yeah, he's a great and actor too. R- Babo, Rocky, oh, Babo, one, Rambo, that that Rambo, Rambo one, like come no, on, no, no, the fourth one, the the one when he comes back, yeah, that, that, one that, too. that was fucking fantastic. Right, but also, what I'm saying, I guess Bruce Willis has a a big mixture of like action films and like non action yeah. films. Yeah, yeah, he's and a, like more, I think even Sly has a little bit more on the action side. He's more action heavy than yeah, you the gotta, other people. You gotta do like you know you gotta the play, play play in your field. So I mean, as much as I'd like to put <laughs> stay in your lane, Chris. I, as much as I'd like to put Bruce Willis as like a strict action star, I almost you can't, can't because you can't. Oh, he's doing like blind date and shit. Like yeah, that. I mean, he did blind date. He was yeah. in moonlighting. He, he did, did a, he did a lemonade. Yeah, he did he a lot. He did a lot of like weird rom coms. Like, a lot of comes her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <you know? laughs> that's true. All right, what do you say we rate this Mammer Jammer? What, I'm not what, done. What no, what sorry. movie are we rating? What Bloodsport. Movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Under Siege. Cody. Yes, Kyle. What do you want to rate this thing? We're going to rate this Van Damme butts. Let's start with probably the most enthusiastic person in the room, Chris. Hey. I... You leaned in for this review. I don't know if you guys noticed that shit. What? You leaned in to give this review. Oh, I'm just relaxing. Um, <laughs> man, I sit... I sit somewhere in the middle with this movie. I'm gonna give it a three, a three. Ooh, he, he almost went higher. Ca- he doesn't feel high. Yeah. He was really fighting that half in his head. <laughs> I feel like he almost went lower, honestly. No, a three. A three is where I'll where I'll stay. I yeah. I did have fun watching this movie. I am glad I got to revisit it. It's pretty fucking corny. I mean, there's good martial arts like moments and 
you know, but it's a, you know, it is, it's a canon film, feels like a canon film. And it is cool to see Jean-Claude Van Damme in his early days when he was just starting to become a star, like a huge star. And yeah, he's very impressive, you know, and this, this film, I think, had a lot going for it. It came out at the right time and had a cool title. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it's definitely one to see. I could see why it's a cult film. I think maybe more so now because you can la- kind of laugh at some of the shit that's in it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, or you definitely check it out. I mean, everybody should see Jean-Claude's roots. What I give it a three, three Jean-Claude van butts. All right, Kyle. All right. I, I, I think, um, I think I might just, I, I might, might follow Chris on this one. I think I'm going to do maybe three. Yeah, I'll do three. Um, you know, first time seeing this movie, I thought this movie was kickbox. We've seen kickbox where a dozen times and a lot of other Jean-Claude stuff, but for some reason I just never got around to blood sport. You know what I think it is when I was a little kid, this movie didn't have the flashy key art. Yeah. It definitely had a low budget looking key art. And you didn't have cable. Yeah. That's a big part of this. Yeah, you're damn right. Yeah. If you had a cable, you would have saw this. How many times you've seen this film, yeah. Well, did not have cable, so and uh, did not rent it. So um, you know, first time seeing it, I think it's fun. I think it's a fun movie. I think, yeah, I think it's campy as hell, and it's definitely got some corny stuff to it. But um, it just doesn't. It it just doesn't. I feel like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm know. lost. I'm lost right You're now. Left indifferent. So, I'm left indifferent right now. That sounds like it's three butts for Kyle. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like I had fun watching it, but this movie I just didn't enjoy it as much as his other stuff from John Claude Van Damme. So that's why it's on a four or a five. So I'm going to go with three butts. It's true. It is no sudden death. It is no sudden death <laughs> or hard target. Oh, hard yeah, target. Hard target. Sudden, I like sudden death. I don't care what anybody says. When he had that mullet thing going on. All right, here's the mullet bi- years. here's. It's time for the big <laughs> reveal. Is it a five for Mike? Was he serious? Was he joking? Let's find out. So yeah, the, the the nostalgia and the kid in me wants to give this like a six. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like objectively having the look at, you got to look at it like, you know, objectively. I mean, I will say that when I watch this film again, I had the same feels as I did when I ever, anytime I've ever watched this film. I actually do truly believe that this film is like, for me, like one of the top Western made martial arts films, like almost of all time. Like I'd put this in like a top five. I mean, not not Eastern made. Let's be honest; it doesn't even fucking touch that. But I mean, Western made, y- yeah. I mean, it's pretty goddamn good. I think even still to this day. Um, I I you know, but with respect to like bad acting and like kind of some weird, you know, choppy editing and kind of stuff like that. I, I I'm gonna give it a four. I still love this movie to death. I just love it. And I could watch it probably another hundred times, and it doesn't get old for me. Um, but I'm I'm trying to do respect to this podcast. Was it choppy editing? Why it didn't get a five? No, and bad acting. There's bad acting in it, mm-hmm. and there's some weird stuff where it's just like you know, like Forrest Whitaker and the other guy at the Chinese place, and they're eating the food, and he give it to the dog, they're trying yeah. to eat with chopsticks. Yeah, that old can't do it. Yeah. And so it's like there's a part the of me Americans. that was like, "What's going on here, man? I don't really, really care about this." The, the, the shining thing about this film, and this is one of the reasons why I would, I, I, I would tell anybody who likes martial arts to watch this film, is just the cool idea of it is just like to watch like different martial arts fight each other. Yeah, and like to see that it's cool to see different styles fight each other. Sometimes when you watch like the old Shaw Brothers stuff, and they're just like, "Okay, it's monkey style versus whatever style." 
they still kind of look the same because that- they're all like they're all like they're all Asian actors and they're all running around. They're all kind of like it's hard to really even in uh, a movie like Five Venoms, which does a pretty good job at it. Yeah, you know, it still doesn't have the the marked difference of a giant sumo guy fighting like a five foot foot like tall like African dude doing a monkey style like yeah. there's a there there there's a big difference between those two fighters yeah and i'm glad you brought that up actually because it was something i was going to bring up like maybe uh, this isn't one i grew up with as a child but the one i did grow up with was master of the flying guillotine mm. which is this movie it's these different fighting styles for this competition you have this like and they and that one they did a great job of separating the fighters you've got the dude who's like really good at I guess yoga as a technique, and he's like mm. big, tall, and lanky and shit. And then there's like there's the guy who's good at uh, kickboxing and one that specializes in kung fu and yada yada yada. And that one does give me the feels like I think what you're getting with this movie. I just maybe I was just unfortunate to not see this one as a child. Yeah, it, that that's it. it. It's just to see that like the huge difference between especially like size of people. Because yeah. the most boring fights in this one are the when it's like two dudes that are kickboxing. I thought to yeah. myself, why yeah. did they even film this? Yeah, there are moments where it's like they're just two dudes and like they're both like I don't know karate guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like really forgettable, and they're throwing like the Ken, montage. It's like Ken versus yeah. Ken, and they don't fight. make a big deal out of it. But you know, the rest of the stuff, <laughs> it's Sumo versus this guy, or you know, Jackson versus Chong Lee, and like yeah, that's the cool thing to me, and it does feel like a video game where it's just like it's Street Fighter World Warrior. It's like super cool. So, I would have to give this. I'm right there with you. Actually, I, I agree with pretty much almost everything Mike said. Like the 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 as far as like this nostalgic of me of growing up with this movie and like wanting to be in the Kumite, and take it all. You know what I mean? But not kill anyone because I'm respectful. I'm not like you know <laughs> that. He would not last long in the Kumite. No, I'd get, I'd be out first second. I'd be the first. I'd actually, yeah, I'd say, I'd say like fight. You just walk off the yeah. mat. I'm yeah. done. I, I'd be the I'm fastest done. faint. <laughs> <laughs> fight! <laughs> <laughs> no, we said fight. <laughs> um, yeah, but like twelve year old me, like, is all about this film, and I love it, uh, and, and all that stuff. But then, yeah, going back and watching it as uh, an adult, it's like, yeah, this is. Definitely a canon film, you know what I mean? It's not as good as I remember it being. But that being said, like I still enjoy this movie and so you can still watch it and have fun with it. Like I'd probably I'd probably have to come in at a, like a three point five because I, I there's other Van Damme movies that I like, you know, better. Like I do like Universal Soldier and stuff like that better. Uh but uh this one is number two, you know. So I'm gonna give it a, a three point five. Uh you, you know, twelve year old me, five. But you know, I gotta give it a three point five with respect, like Mike said, with respect to the show. <laughs> so as a first, I thought maybe we were gonna have all fives tonight. But is that what you really? thought? Really? I, thought was, I mean, I don't know how. Everybody Wait, you was... thought we were gonna have all fives? Oh, like, you, mean, you thought you were gonna give it a five? You from what everybody I remembered, thought I could potentially love it that much. Yeah, from, from what everybody remembered in their past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I see so what you're saying. If this was all young kids watching it, and we brought Kyle in, and we said, "Hey, man, you want to watch this new film? It's called Bloodsport." You think we would have given it all fives? If I saw this as a kid, I'd probably give it a five. Yeah, I would have given it yeah. a five because any other action movie I saw as a kid was a five. Here's <laughs> what, <laughs> what kind of here's what kind of happened too. Before I watched the movie, I was asking my coworkers who were all younger than me they're all in their 20s uh like dude you guys ever seen blood sport and they're like no i'm like you guys see fucking blood sport what are you doing how are you living your life 
on the, and on then the I internet. Went, and then I watched <laughs> then I went and watched Bloodsport and I was like, oh, they would hate this movie. Yeah. No, they're they're watching real life Bloodsport. What's that called? World Star Hip Hop. World Star yeah. Hip Hop. Yeah. That's what they're that's what World they're Star. watching. <laughs> we do have some reviews to do. Ooh, how many we do we have? We three. Have, uh, three. Well, technically four. Oh, four. We have one American review. Okay. Oh. Who wants to read one? I got it. Impact Moose. Impact Moose. I Impact like that. Moose. That's a great fucking name. Impact Moose. Five stars. Uh, by Rocket Nine Nine Nine. Uh, London love for the pod. Cool. Love from the pod to London. I encourage everyone to describe or to subscribe and to drink deep from this movie review goblet. The spirit and friendship that the guys have is off the charts, and it's uh, best when passions run high. I think I agree with that. Um, that's pretty much every week, he says. The host Cody could come in for some heavy fire, but he steers his ultra-knowledgeable friends effortlessly and presents a selfless, modest, and all-around great guy. It's a bit of a shame that all the guys are so much into schlock horror, and I'd love to hear their thoughts on movies that are more in my wheelhouse. Like The Crow. That's a lost episode. That's, That's a lost, lost episode. Yeah. We have <laughs> Guess what? We tried we to get it. it. We did it. We did it. We You'll probably drunk. never hear it. <laughs> <laughs> the Outsiders and This is Spinal Tap. Hard Boiled. Okay. Those have all come up in discussion. Yeah, these are all yeah. movies that are yeah. Especially Spinal Tap. I've thought about that one. If the boys are going to keep on the horror vibe, I'm still tuning in like the groupie that I am. <laughs> Here's a couple of obvious horror omissions so far, by the way. Happy birthday to me and Deliverance. Keep up the great work and stay gold, Pony Boy. Gold, nice. Gold, stay gold, Pony Boy. Gold AF. Well, Thanks. thank you for the kind review, especially because you think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, interesting. We were all yeah. surprised by that, Cody. Don't worry. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Uh, this one says, nice one. Five stars. Uh, also a UK review by Steve Disco. Stevie Disco. Stevie Disco. Sorry. Great podcast. Been listening to you guys from the UK for the last year. Great film choices. I'm a kung fu and sci-fi fan. Some more background on actors would be Ace. Keep up the good work, guys. And uh, Steve Strutt. Thank you, Steve. What's up, Steve? Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. I it, man. I appreciate that review as well. Strutting all up and down the podcast reviews. Kyle, why don't you go take this last one here? All right. This one, the title, this one is The Best Movie Podcast. Great entertainment every week. Uh, This is by John L. in the UK. I downloaded iTunes just to leave a review. Great chemistry from a real bunch of friends who can point things out in movies you might have never thought about before. The only podcast I have stuck to over the last couple of years without giving up. Always a good laugh and informative. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us for years. That's been long. We've been doing it almost three. Do you guys, we're at three now. We're on, we are? Huh? I think we're at three, right? It was May. When I looked at when I pulled up our May? episodes on the web, on the website, the old ones are listed as released three years ago. So 2015. We, I was like, 2015? We started in there. 15, yeah. 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 This is our 100 and what? 40. We haven't actually hit the official three-year mark. Okay, okay. But... Yeah. We're in we our started, third year. We're in the third year right now. And we've never missed an episode. No. Not one Thursday. We've been there with it's you come close. every Thursday, people. We're like your friends. Reliable. And you're like ours. <laughs> we got one more. This one is uh, from the U.S. here. It says, love it. Five-star review from Ryan Malone dash Smart Bug Media. Are we trying to get free plugs here? Is that what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck's going on? Next time I say that, that's 50 bucks. <laughs> Says Kyle rocks it on this podcast. This is definitely makes the drive to Vegas go quick. Thank you. 
Thank you. The end. That's it. That's all he said. That's all it says. Well, that's all you need to say. Kyle rocks the podcast. That's all you, that's all you really need to say, guys. He rocks it on the podcast. The rock it might, That might be one of my favorite reviews. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I can't understand <laughs> why. <laughs> a lot of Kyle fans out there. We got a lot of Kyle you know fans what? out there. You know there. what? Yeah, dude, we, I was we walk- don't. We don't. We don't, I, though. I'm not we even don't. kidding. It's okay. I was walking down the street the other day. saw someone wearing a Kyle shirt. I, You mm. know what? I know that's a lie because, yeah. you know what? Even, you know, one, I got one in, in 80 reviews. Someone nah, called me out. It's okay. Got that saw, rabbit fan that wearing, sleeps uh, in your yard. Fire auto oil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Blue Field Audio. I, I saw, saw that too. Blue Field Audio shirt the other yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Did you? I yeah. should. I should probably find out about royalties then. To say owner and proprietor. Yeah, He must have dumped a whole bunch of them off at the Goodwill. <laughs> yeah. Well, these are. I'm not gonna sell these. I guess. <laughs> I got a deal. I got a hundred owner proprietor T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Just need to find a way to slap Bluefield Audio on them. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Do us a favor. Head over to iTunes, leave us a review, and we'll give you a shout-out just like we did tonight. Also, head over to our YouTube page, subscribe there, check us out on social media at ColtFilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have, man, the Facebook is growing. I don't know is why. It growing? Yeah, it is doing well. It's now. getting a little traffic. Are we yeah. at 1,000 likes yet? I don't know, but people are getting on there. 900. I mean, we definitely hit the 900 mark. Yeah, people are getting on there, so yeah. thank you. I think for once we get to a thousand, we actually get something from. Facebook. Yeah, I think Facebook. I think <laughs> they, uh, you, like, they give us no, no, then they give us like extra features. Yeah, because <laughs> that, that means we're legit. Oh, we right. like a blue check uh, mark. I thought you were joking. I thought you, Mark Zuckerberg, was going to come to the house and be like, "Hi guys, just <laughs> yeah. congratulating your thousand <laughs> like your one thousandth. Welcome, follower. welcome to the club. Uh, <laughs> don't forget that you can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris. Ah! You can follow me at ColtFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike ah! at Mike Salustio on Twitter. You can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. That's correct. You can follow me on Snapchat. No. You must be the only person in the history that promotes their Snapchat. Dude, I, d- I, I can't do it anymore. Just I just curious. use I'll just use Instagram. My Snapchat's blowing up. I'm telling you guys my Snapchat well, is I blowing up. You. I've just never, you know, I've never heard like Anna Ferris be like, follow me on Snapchat. That's okay. I'm not Anna Ferris. Yeah. <laughs> Who is? <laughs> exactly. Yes. I gotta get as many eyes on this face as I can. <laughs> so I can be her. Remember, if you're gonna join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>